Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the podcast where a real statistics professor and Jake <laughs> gives you sports betting tips. I'm Professor Sides. You can follow me and find all of my plays on Twitter at Professor Sides. Today is Thursday, January 6th, 2022, and this episode covers today's best college basketball spread bets. With me today, my co-host, Jake Not from State Farm. How you doing today? Jake Not from State Farm. Hey, doing all right. W- wish I had that State Farm commercial gig. I'm sure he makes pretty good from it, you know. Yeah, it's true. That's true. They're making probably a lot more than we are. Um, in case you're new here, I've built a mathematical model that predicts what the spread in total should be for every Division One college basketball game. That information, along with graded A, B, and C picks for each of today's games are available on the Google Sheet that is linked in the show's description. Picks that get an A are the ones I love. Picks that get a B are the ones I like. Picks that get a C are the links. However, please remember that good and bad variants will occur. So as much as I'd like to say the model will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Please subscribe if you aren't already. And for those of you on YouTube, leave a comment about the play you like the most or the one you think we might be wrong on. We got a couple afternoon games today, so uh, you can just leave a comment about the one we were right or wrong on, (laughs) depending on when you're listening to this, right? Um, Before we get to today's picks, let's talk about yesterday just real quick. Uh, Four and one in the A picks yesterday for me. I forgot to mention... Yeah, I forgot to mention one. I was kicking myself. I forgot to mention ECU on pod, but it was in the sheet. So in case I forget to mention an APIC, I'll try to mention them all. In case I forget one, they are all in the sheet. So four and one on those APICs yesterday. Uh, so that was fun. We had a Always couple of money in your pocket. Absolutely, absolutely. And we had a couple of wild bad beats last night. One of them was on a side that I was on on the C pick. The other one didn't matter for me, but Iowa State, I feel like we nailed that. Uh, handicap we talked about just how it was going to be a turnover fest and the defense how the home court would matter late I feel like we nailed that handicap and we we got it at two and a half um early in the day tech had some guys announced out the line goes up closes in the five five and a half range I don't know if y'all saw the ending of that but it was reminiscent of last year's Kansas Baylor game where the same thing happened. There's like two seconds left and the tech guy just launches one from mid court, just kind of chucks it up. Not even really, it wasn't even like a real jump shot. Just chunks. I think, it, I think it banked in too. It I banked think. in. Yeah. I saw it happening. And of course for me, you know, I'm laying the two and a half. It's not a big deal, but I know there might, there's, I know there's people out there with, you know, plus five or minus five. Right. And knowing that, that, uh, that, that number's in play and I, he launches it. I'm like, Oh, he just, that's way too far. Like he, way overshot that hits the yeah. backboard and goes in. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, and that, so that, that mattered to a lot of people out there. That mattered to Just a lot of Off my Twitter timeline, there was a lot of angry people. Yeah, and then you were talking about, I didn't see it, but you were talking about Miami. I noticed Miami was up huge late, and I thought late too. I thought that was a win. And all of a sudden, they didn't cover it. And you said you saw that one. I, I didn't see yeah, that one. Yeah, I was watching that because, because – well, I think I think we were separate. No, no, we both had Miami on that and minus two, and I felt I felt good about it. And it was going on around the same time the Tennessee game was going on, and that was frustrating for me to watch. So I was like, I'll watch something I'll enjoy. And then all of a sudden, Syracuse makes this comeback. Miami goes up. I think it was goes up six with like nine, eleven seconds, nine seconds left. Yeah, lane, lane two, you're fine. It's over. Yeah. You've got so, cash in the check right there. You know, Cuse is a three. You know, cut cuts it to three. Then my, fouls. Miami goes uh, goes one of two, four, and then the guy with one second left launches a half court shot, flips the line. Just, it's like it's just like, some oh. wild <laughs> like, launches why? last night. Yeah, yeah, just a crazy night in college hoops. Uh, but moving on to today's action, 
Uh, we've got two early Big Ten games. Uh, I'm going to skip Ohio State, Indiana. My model puts it pretty close to the number, so hard to really find an edge. I think the spread's pretty accurate, at least as of the recording of this podcast. For that, one, we are going to talk Maryland, Illinois. Illinois is an 11 point favorite. That's a B pick for me. The model thinks Illinois should be a 13 and a half point favorite and my key to this game is one word and that is Kofi that guy is insane I doubted if Illinois could cover seven on the road earlier this week and they made that look like nothing now they're at home and man just let the big man eat and I feel like Illinois is going to run away with us and what do you think he's he is a problem Kofi is a problem I was so surprised when he came back this year I thought yeah. after last year and Io, him and Io, I thought they were both gone. Right. And so, but he came back and that had to, had to make Illinois very happy because he yeah. is just incredible. Um, they, Illinois, like everybody wants to concentrate on Kofi, but I mean, their guards and as a team are very good defensively. Yeah. Like, they, I uh, think what Kim Palm's got them in the top 30 uh, de- mm-hmm. defensive efficiency. So, I mean, that's, it's very good, and to go against this thin uh, Maryland team, who I think only played seven total players in that Iowa game, because this schedule is not helping Maryland. Going from two Iowa to Illinois is is tough, and I just don't think they're going to have it tonight. I think Illinois cover, covers fairly easy, just because that Maryland just doesn't have the depth to fight with Kofi and the guards and, and Illinois shoots the ball very well. And when they don't, when they don't, they clean it up. They're yeah. one of the better offensive rebounding oh, yeah. teams. Always going to re- rebounds for sure. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I think, uh, I think that's one where Illinois is up 20 late and then we don't have to worry about it. Um, and an easy win there for Illinois. Another big 10 game, uh, maybe the marquee game of the night here, Iowa at Wisconsin's at 8 PM central a tip. Uh, Wisconsin is a two-point favorite. That's a B pick for me. The model thinks it should be three and a half. My key on this one is, hey, trust the process. And the reason I say that is I think Wisconsin's probably a slightly better team and you're laying a short number at home. I think take the home team. Don't overthink it. I don't know about you, Jake. We we didn't talk about this, so I'm going to put you on the spot here. I feel like the Big Ten is kind of becoming a little bit like the Mountain West was in football for me, where it just felt like there's a bunch of teams up there and they're all kind of good and I don't even know anymore. So I'm just thinking, don't overthink this, take the home team, right? Because there's there's so much talent. You know, Michigan's falling off, right? That was a little surprising. But otherwise, it's like, man, there's a bunch of good teams. Every time you turn around, one of the good teams is playing another good team and yeah. it's a short number, just take the home team, you know? Yeah, I mean, the Big Ten, I think this year might be the best top to bottom conference they don't have too many super top contenders but they're every team every night it's very good and this uh this game will be a blast to watch i think um with keegan murray and uh johnny davis battling it out and also a fun fact they both have a brother on the team who's not as good so that's we got (laughs) murray's versus the davises and there you go It'll be a fun battle. I'm sure that won't be brought up on the broadcast at all. Probably not. Um, no. they'll, they'll have other things to talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, Wisconsin is a very good team, very good defensively, as we learned, can really hold their own um, and, yeah. slow, and slow down very, very good offensive teams. Uh, and I think that's the difference, being at the Cole Center and playing the kind of defense of the slow-it-down style they do and Johnny, Johnny Davis just being able to just – 
will that team wherever you want them. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if Iowa can stop them. Iowa, you know, not known historically for being able to stop people when they need to. And yeah. so if that holds true, then Wisconsin should be able to take care of business, I think. Um, another fun one, a late one, a 10 p.m. start here, Central Time. USC, one of the last three unbeaten teams, returns to action after almost three weeks off playing a, a tough game on the road here at California. Uh, USC is a five and a half point favorite, but it's a B pick for me on the California Golden Bears taking those pull points. I'm taking the dog. I think it should only be USC minus four. I'm not sure that USC is going to have an easy time running away with this game, given their uh, COVID layoff. We've talked about that all week. Um, that first game back, sometimes the second game back can be really tough. Uh, what's your take? Yeah, I'm I'm on the same boat pick as you with Cal. That like USC's undefeated, and I don't want to take anything away from their 13 wins, but they really haven't played anybody. Right. If you go through and look at their schedule, that's there's not a win. You're like, ooh, that's good. Like, ooh, they did that. So they're really untested going to this game. And but I, I mean, brothers seems to be the theme tonight or today because you got Isaiah Mobley who brother i think it's a younger brother it's in the pros that played with them last year uh is doing extremely well for usc but I, I just don't think they've got enough to get by a california team who's already played some tough games they, mm -hmm. they only lost a very good seat hall team by three and kept it under 10 with a pretty good decent uh pretty decent utah team on the road in, in utah so that's i'm I think USC wins. I just think it's under under the number because Cal is a very uh, sneaky sneaky good team. But Jordan Shepard is the guy Cal runs their offense through. is a very, very good player. But their leading scorer is Andre Kelly, and that that matchup with him and Mobley will be fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that one's not on the Pac-12 network, thankfully. So we actually do get to watch that one. Some of these Pac-12 conference games end up where no one can watch them, right? So thankfully we'll be able to watch this one tonight, I think. But you make a good point there. Um, just something to keep in the back of your mind, right? USC is 12-0, Cal's 9-5. But as we talked about early on, that doesn't necessarily mean a lot because you have to dive into who they've played. If you just look at this and say undefeated team versus a five-loss team, you might be inclined to lay the points. But I'm not sure that's the right play. It's only a B pick. I, I, you know, I'm trusting the model on why it's a B pick, but something else to consider, you know, this could, if we lose this, one of the ways we lose this is fouls. That's why it's only a B confidence pick and not an A confidence pick. If you're getting more points and you can stay into those fouls, uh, you know, that it gives it a little more confidence. So that's obviously where it could go wrong, but still, I think there's a lot of value getting five and a half points here. So um, that's kind of where where my head is on that one. We've got one more we're going to break down for you here. We're going to break down an eight pick, 7 p.m. Appalachian State at South Alabama. The pick is South Alabama minus five and a half. The model thinks it should be nine. I'm seven and three backing South Alabama. I've loved backing them all season. They've been a fun team to watch. They've mostly gotten me to the window. So I'm going back to the well with an A grade pick on South Alabama. Uh, Jake, what do you have for us here? I'm, I'm on South Alabama, South Alabama also. Um, Appalachian State likes to play slow and uh, kind of a muck it up kind of game, but they don't, they're, they're not very good defensively. I mean, they're not bad, but they're not very good. And then that added to some offensive struggles at a slow pace doesn't help you with a team like South Alabama who has a very good offense and like, and likes to run the ball. Um, like also, Appalachian State is 
uh, has won one true road game all year. The rest of them have been t- double digit losses. So I don't I don't see that pattern changing. But I mean, Ch- Charles Manning is is the guy for South Alabama to watch. He he averages up up close to 17, 18 maybe points a game, and he, he's going to carry them through this one and even if he doesn't they've got a good enough offense behind him that it shouldn't be a worry and you make a good point there about the true road games and Appalachian State doing poorly in them so far this year and that's kind of a common theme that you that you look at this time of year when you start looking at teams and how they've played so few teams especially the big teams they don't play a lot of those true road games and so that's why they sometimes struggle when they get to conference going on the road because it's something that they haven't done and then you have some of these smaller teams who have played some of these true road games but you kind of get a feel for how well they've done them it's really hard to win a true road game against a team that's in your same class right if you if you, if you take a true road game against a weaker opponent that's that's a different story but if you're if you're in the same class it's really difficult to do it's not obviously not impossible but you have a team like Appalachian State who's shown they, they haven't done well with that versus a team like South Alabama who's been good to us I think this is a great spot to continue to back the Jaguars from South Alabama just love that mascot that's just different it it's not a wildcat so they're a little different it is absolutely absolutely so I've got some buzzer beater for you beaters for you i've got five more apics and again some of these are during the day so it's part of the reason we don't want to break them down because um depending on when you listen to this the game might be happening might have already um happened but 11 a.m central tip southeast louisiana i've got an apic minus six against houston baptist that's a neutral site game in katie if y'all are unaware the southland conference is doing a fun thing where they throw all the teams together um where they play the conference tournament at the end of the year and knocking out a bunch of neutral site conference games it's kind of a neat thing here tipping us off i like southeastern louisiana to cover six 3 p.m i've got an a pick on usc upstate plus four and a half versus radford i have that game as a pick them so getting four and a half points there gives you a lot of value on usc upstate couple of evening games, Long Island minus four and a half. That's an A pick versus Mount St. Mary's, who's coming off about a three-week layoff. Abilene Christian minus six and a half. That's an A pick at home against SFA. UTSA minus three, another A pick against Southern Miss. And I'm going to give you all a bonus B pick for the 1 p.m. game. Big game, one that we would have broken down if it hadn't been an afternoon game. San Francisco, a late addition to the slate, traveling to Loyola, Chicago, I'm taking the two and a half with San Francisco. I think that's the right side there. I think this should be about a pick them. Jake, I noticed you were on the other side, so I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that one. Yeah, I, I really like this Loyola Chicago team. They, they've got a lot of returning players. They're an older team, plus with them like traveling across the halfway across the country for San Francisco. I'm I'm kind of down on those that West Coast conference, like with BYU and San Francisco and all that. I don't I don't think they're as good as what people want them to be. So I think Loyola Chicago handles their business at home here. I think, and I think you make an interesting point. That's a key to watching that game is the tip off time. I don't know when San Francisco got out there, especially in COVID times, they, they probably aren't getting out there super early hanging around a hotel. Right. So I don't know when they got out there. I don't have any inside information on that, but early tip for them. I think the key is that early start, see what happens. Right. If I don't know if you're interested in the live betting type, set up but if San Francisco hangs in there early I think they're going to do well they just got to not fall behind not have a sleepy start so so key there uh, should be a great game to watch there um, at 1 p.m and that's all we've got for you today thanks for tuning in to another episode of picks with the professor remember to check out the google sheet for all picks on today's game I have 15 more b picks out there for you 
If you haven't done so yet, click that subscribe button for a new episode every weekday of the college basketball season. We'll see you tomorrow, and we're going to include a preview of one of Saturday's best games. So drop a comment to leave your vote for which one you want us to talk about. We'll, we'll maybe ag- yeah. aggregate the vote, see what happens there. We're going to preview one of Saturday's games along with our usual Friday coverage. Until then, remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.